0: Happy fantastic Friday here on New Radio Media. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. Woo! Woo! It is December 1st, the 1st of December. Wonderful. Last month of the year of 2017, 2017, a What, what day of year. December is it, R.D.? It's the first.
1: The first.
0: The first day of December. 12-1-17 for you Lotto players. Oh, I actually can't <laughs> believe I just said that. I'm R.D. Van Houten, one of your esteemed co-hosts. For this wonderful radio-ish hour. This live streaming live streaming, live streaming internet radio hour. I don't know, man. I'm gonna pass it on to my co-host Ian Bensman. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Over here to my uh, my right. And then over here to my left is the great Andy Bishop. Andy. It,
1: it's your big boy, Andy Bishop, coming at you live from Geek Tame and Weekly. We've got a banger of a show for you, ladies yes, and gentlemen. We do. I think we're gonna
2: I think we we're gonna start talking about the Currently highest viewed trailer in history. Right. After disaster 20- artist.
1: <laughs> disaster <laughs> artist.
2: Uh, no, but I'll tell you this. Um, so I just got back from L.A. I'm a little bummed I didn't stay one extra day because um, if I had stayed one extra day, I could have seen the disaster artist. What? Yeah. Because uh. it, it started showing in L.A. and New York on the first. Uh. Or on the, on the 30th. It started showing on Thursday night. Oh, man. Which I'm a little bummed about because I, I, I think they might get an Oscar for this thing. there's buzz that they are going to get an Oscar for this thing. And that is Mm -hmm. pretty wild. Um, uh, Them possibly winning an Oscar for a movie about the worst movie of all time. There's some kind of irony in there.
1: That's right. Um, And and you know what's ironic? We were going to start talking about the highest viewed trailer. In in only 24 hours. And I flipped it around to talk about a movie, about a terrible movie. It's all about Andy. It's all what Annie wants well, to talk about. you know, guys, let's face it. When you're this beautiful, <laughs> <When> you can <laughs> get away with just about anything <laughs> like a big boy like me. You know, I
2: don't, I, I don't have that experience. Nope. I don't, no. No, nope. I have to pay for my McDonald's, and I have to pay for my gas, oh. and I don't get let in first. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. I know. get free napkins at McDonald's, ladies and gentlemen. Well, free if you ask, apples. you know,
0: honestly, free go to the window and just ask for like a free ice cream cone. And the worst they can do is say, say no. no. That's honestly, true. like eight times out of 10, they'll be less, like, you know what? Fuck it, man. You can funny. have an ice cream cone. I can't believe it. Unless they have a me. gun.
2: It's I actually kind of have a story sort of related to that. Years ago, my friends and I, we were all really thirsty. We're in my buddy's car, we're super thirsty. And um, we were like, okay, well, we want to get water from Wendy's, but they're not just going to give us free water. So we go up to the window and we're like, we'd like one chicken nugget. And they're like, you mean like an order of chicken nugget? And we're like, no, we want one chicken nugget, and they all just kind of like There was no answer on the other end of the speaker.
0: Yeah, what can they do?
2: And so We finally just ordered one thing of chicken nuggets. We get up there and, and they're like, you know, you can't just order one of anything. We're like, what about a cheeseburger? And they're like, don't be a smart ass. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> busted. Right.
2: Mmm. So, so, Avengers Infinity Avengers War.
1: Avengers Infinity War.
0: I've been excited since I started seeing the, the behind the scenes shots that people were sneaking. Like, yeah, you know, a lot, a lot Like, of over the things. last few years.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm. tell you, the minute I became excited for this movie was I had the awesome opportunity to see Avengers 1 about 11 or 12 days before it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, me and a buddy um, who just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, Dominic Dalton, if you're out there, contact me. Um, so we went and saw this movie, and literally the second we walked out of the movie, I go, if this one is this awesome... What the fuck's the third one going to be? Oh yeah. And and ever since then, you know, it's like when you see Iron Man, and then freaking Nick Fury comes out at the end. He's like the Avengers Initiative, and it's like okay, they're going to do an Avengers movie, and then you're thinking they're going to do three of these things at least. And that's the I've just I've been waiting for this for so long. I'm so excited. The trailer literally has everyone in it except, well, Hawkeye. I'm going to say Ant-Man's in there just because... He must be somewhere.
0: He must be somewhere He's tiny just and really everything. small. Exactly.
2: He's not, he's tiny Some Like, you literally you see just War Machine, you, poquito, see Hulk, you see Hulk, you see...
0: But you know what we can do? We can load it up, yep. we can launch it, and then let's talk about it. That's
2: right.
1: Okay. Roll that beautiful bean footage, Jake. <laughs> that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Evacuate the city. Engage all defenses. And get this man a shield.
2: Fun isn't something one considers when
0: balancing the universe. But this... Put a smile on my face.
1: It's just so epic. So epic. So epic. Hold on. Hold on. My favorite line. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking guardians yes I'm so excited. the thing that i loved is that that really tied in um the big line from the first guardians in the movie who are you when um uh um uh, oh help me. yeah help oh me. my god help um, me ronan ronan yeah, says ronan. that and he's like we're the, the guardians, guardians of the galaxy, galaxy. bitch <laughs> You know I really like
2: that just, actor who played Ronan. Oh, yeah,
0: Lee Pace is great. Yeah, he's um, great. He was
2: one of the few bright spots in the Hobbit for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I but seriously, I as awesome as that trailer is, the thing that makes me fanboy out the most is when Spider-Man's spider sense tingles. When his the hairs go yeah. up on his arm and I'm like, "Ah, it's a spider sense tingling." Well, did
0: we see the spider sense at no, all in they Spider-Man Homecoming? I thought it. so. They
2: completely avoided it. Um, I, they, remember, I think it wasn't so much the character doesn't have it. It's, right. it's more that um, they were trying to not touch on things that had been touched on in the other Spider-Man films to an right. extent.
0: So since we're talking about Spider-Man, what about Spider-Man's new suit? Oh,
1: my oh, the God. iron spider suit. I was suit. so angry mm. after watching Spider-Man Homecoming when, when Peter's like, Oh, look at this cool suit, Mr. Stark. T- thanks a lot, Mr. Stark. Uh... Yeah, I'm just gonna stand on the ground. You, you can keep your suit. That was a test, right? Not, not, not <laughs> a big deal. I, I, don't want that. You know, it's fine. And I was like, this suit so balls awesome. I'm so excited. I mean, I and figured we they were saving it. it for
2: Infinity War. Oh. I'm, I could, I am so excited. It is everything I've been waiting to see, and I, I, and even Kevin Feige said you're gonna see something you've never seen in a Marvel film before, and that's a finale. Cool. So we're gonna have some kind of. I would mm. not be shocked. Mm-hmm. If Avengers Infinity or not, I guess Avengers Four, the untitled sequel to that, does not have an after the credit scene, it would not shock me. It's like a definitive: this is the end of this phase of things, right? Because they already have the next twenty movie plans that planned after it, right? They have a whole another set of whatever. So
1: what if what if hypothetical? End of the movie happens, and and it's something you know, Doctor Strange asks. Where they have to basically use the Eye of... Uh, Agamotto. Yep. And they have to turn back time to before Stark builds Iron Man. Well, here's the
2: thing. I like, don't what, know... That, that would be nuts! That would be wild, but I curi- am I don't know if the Eye of Agamotto is going to be in play moving forward well, because man, it's an Infinity I, I'm, Stone. I'm just
1: saying something like that. No,
2: absolutely, but like with the Infinity Stone, unless they all get the gems back at the end after Thanos right. takes them all...
1: Because that's the
0: Infinity Gauntlet is yeah, what's on right. Thanos' exactly. fist. Yeah, he right. puts
2: all the gems onto there. And and um, they also explain in the new Thor that the... Because you've seen multiple Infinity Gauntlets at this point, and they've explained finally that those are fake. There is one. There's not a set. Like yeah. everyone theorized... A lot of fans were theorizing there's a set of them. Yeah, just there's Thanos one. has one, right? That's yep. I've always thought there
0: was just one. He has always, the
1: real one. Yeah, yeah,
2: he has the real one. Um, there's been other ones to pop up, quote-unquote, but... He has one. There's one. Right. There's one set of Infinity Stones. There's one gauntlet, and he's gonna fucking destroy it. So
1: one thing I'm very excited about is I'm a big fan of uh, Paul Bettany, and Huge fan. I love the fact that Vision is trying to make himself more human. And we see when he's yeah. with Scarlet Witch that he is, you know, he's Actually, taken on this flesh. more human-esque form. Love he him. has, you know, he has like you know, flesh and. Um, You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't use a lot of his powers, you know. Well, they show in the trailer
2: him getting put down with. with Right. And I think they didn't show this, but I'm pretty sure the person who has him down on the floor is a character called Ebony Maw, um, because Thanos has a set of generals called the Black Order. And that's one of the big things that's going to pop up in this movie. They've confirmed it already. They haven't shown anything yet. But the Black Order pops up, and that's Ebony Maw. I can't remember the other names of the characters, but they're basically Thanos' generals. They're the they're equivalent of the craptastic villain in Justice League. Uh, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf okay. is Darkseid's general. Ebony Maw is thanos is general and there's a whole group of them
0: now isn't one like a big difference between the comics and the movie universe like different characters have different infinity stones
2: yeah and also the infinity stones are actually different in the comics right. as to what they are and which color they are and what they do mm-hmm. in, in terms of that stuff um i'm so excited i i, I cannot wait that being said i will I, the trailer kind of makes me weary as to what's going to happen in the marvel films before then because clearly the status quo doesn't change much between the end of civil war and, and the right. start of infinity war because you have it which you have black panther coming out which looks spectacular yeah it does ryan coogler good. the director is quickly becoming one of my favorite directors you know he did creed which i had no no freaking it did not should not have been as good as it was and it was amazing. And him and Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan knocked it out of the park. Sylvester Stallone came back to great. Um, Fruitvale Station. Yeah. is uh, it is. I don't really get, like... You know squirmish in films i got squirmish in that it pulls a reaction out of you and and i'm really excited he's doing black panther
1: i think that's that's something that filmmakers steer away from because they're worried about taking risks and and i think the that you know when they're calculated risks when you do that you can you can end up with some really surprising results and you know you're going to rub people the wrong way but and and i think that you know with all the rumors we've heard about infinity war and and what they're going to do after the untitled avengers 4 movie I'll you touch know, on that in a second. You know how they're going to just like we're going to see a lot of the a lot of the old uh, regime fall away, and it's just going to be a lot of these new heroes that yeah. we're going to see come in, like Captain Marvel. Which I
2: which I, is one of the things I want to talk about is is you ha- so in Avengers One you have the Chitauri. It's granted, this has never been confirmed, but it widely widely speculated, and pretty much just like this is what's up is the reason the Chitari were in Avengers One. Mm. is because Marvel did not have access to use the Skrulls. Mm. Fast forward to next year when Captain Marvel comes out, the main villain is the Skrulls. So that makes me think, well, multitude of things, but specifically, A, Marvel and Fox did make some sort of deal. That happened because Marvel Fox did not have the TV rights to X-Men. And and then last year they started putting out Legion and now the gift is out or gifted is out. And Mm -hmm. so I think an ego, the planet, ego, the living planet was not owned by Marvel. That was Mm -hmm. a Fox thing. So they made some sort of deal with that clearly. So when you look at what's going on with the scrolls, are, are they part of that previously made deal that no one really knows about? Or this whole thing with Marvel looking to buy Fox. Is that all? Just a smokescreen, and it's already done because the whole thing with Spider-Man was we're not doing that, we're not doing that. We had talks at once, but it's not happening anymore. And then, boom, we're gonna have Spider-Man. Right. So, is Avengers: Infinity War Part Two, as it originally was, Avengers Four? Is that going to be? Is that going to be where we get finally the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, or more likely, Mm, or more likely is the reason it's hidden? Because the reason they haven't announced a name, I really think, is because it's gonna reveal something big, and I think that might possibly be if it's not. Fox and them making a deal with you know X Men and all that stuff. I think it's going to be the next phase of everything is Secret Invasion, which if oh, you don't know yeah. what Secret Invasion is, I feel like is check a, that. It's out. a thing in the yeah. comics where basically you find out that scrolls have been hiding as heroes for years, mm-hmm. um, and I think a with Captain Marvel having scrolls and B, it being set in the 90s that and it coming out in between the two Avengers films, I think that might be what Avengers 4 is, is the start yeah. of Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. which would oh, be a good would, way. Yeah. That would make sense. I think it'd make sense and also be a good way for them to phase out the older heroes and then maybe bring them back down the road as different actors or whatever because that's one of the things I'm really curious about is are they going to James Bond it? Were they just recast and recast or are they going to be like, okay, we're killing off Iron Man, we're killing off Captain America, mm-hmm. these guys are gone now. I hope they don't do that. I could see them doing it. I have to imagine at least one or two people are going to die in Infinity War.
0: Like, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't read but Steve Rogers' Captain America dies at the end of Civil War, right, in the comics? Yeah, well,
2: sort of. Uh, He got killed, and and it was a whole big thing, but basically it turned out that he was shot by this time bullet and got stuck in time. It was a whole big thing. All right. Keep yeah, reading it's, further. It's very, exactly. It's right. very convoluted. Uh, it's a great run. Great run. Um, mm-hmm. Ed Brubaker, probably my favorite Captain America run of all time. Yeah, that's, he's the one who brought back, you know, for years, the rule was you don't bring back Uncle Ben, you don't bring back Gwen Stacy, you don't bring back Bucky. And he broke one of those rules and he brought back Bucky, but
0: we wouldn't move. have Winter Soldier without it.
2: And, and w- look how big Winter Soldier's been in the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe. I really do think he'll eventually take over the Shield. I really like Bucky's character. Uh, I it's, think either, it's either him yeah. or Sam. Yeah, and and they both and Falcon and Winter Soldier have both been Captain America. Falcon more recently in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, my wheels are just turning. I, I I was convinced. I was convinced that Spider Man was coming to Marvel. I was convinced because for the longest time, you know, the Marvel comics, while it's a different company than Marvel Films, mm-hmm. um, they very much tried to capitalize on what's going on in the films. That's why. You know, it's they like so. For example, right around when Age of Ultron came out, they put out a. It wasn't a tie into the movie, but it was a. It was a separate standalone series that featured the lineup from the film, plus Spider-Man, and that was before they announced anything. And then basically Spider-Man started to pop up in all of these different things involving right, the team right. from the films. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, this is happening, and honestly for the longest time Marvel cut out Fantastic Four and X-Men from their comics they're slowly starting to make their way back literally they at one point they had X-Men in purgatory because they couldn't be on earth so mm-hmm. so now you have Marvel bringing X-Men and Fantastic Four back into like the toys and to their marketing and to like for example the new event with Cb Cebulski taking over as editor in chief one of the main characters in that is Wolverine with an infinity stone so really? which makes That's me think even more exactly yeah. I, I there's a little thing if you look at the comics and you look at stuff you can kind of piece things together if if you're really neurotic about well, it yeah and and I am so um, I, I really think that I'm hoping that the reason Infinity War part mm-hmm. two has been changed is because we're getting Fantastic Four and X-Men but I I would say my money would probably be on secret invasion right.
1: so what you're saying is that there's a chance we could see Tom Hardy as Wolverine. I would love that. I I, I have hope. been
2: championing that championing that for a long time. And then when when Hugh Jackman came out and was like, I want Tom Hardy to be over, I was like, fuck yes, Hugh
1: Jackman, you know what's up.
0: Yeah, he'd be great. He'd be great. He'd be great. Um,
1: He's got that ferocity, you yeah, know, the feralness. Literally. Uh, few characters go to Google, like Charles Bronson that he played. Oh, yeah, that was great. You know, Mad Max, uh, you know, uh, you know, he was he was a bit, you know, grunty yeah. and feral. If, if you go, go to Google and you rough. Google
2: Tom Hardy's cigar. There's a shot of Tom Hardy holding a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, and like, a, that is literally great young Logan. Wolverine. Yeah, and I, I think he'd be great because that's one thing. Hugh he's Jack short is taller stocky. than everyone else. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wolverine's like a five-foot he's Canadian supposed, dude. Like, he's like
0: a, with the Napoleon complex. Oh yeah, yeah. Stocky, you know, and, you it's, and it's very complex. you
2: know. I, I mean,
1: Wolverine has no Napoleon oh, yeah. complex. Wolverine.
2: Well, he's a he's little the best dude. best at what he does. And kicks ass. He, he just Without doesn't give
1: you. a shit. Hey, um, speaking of trailers, wasn't there another trailer from the other well, side so of the well, aisle? that came yeah, out? Yeah,
0: switching gears a little bit because yeah. we've kind of stroked Marvel a little bit. Let's stroke DC. I could stroke Marvel all day. Let's stroke a little DC, shall we? So first, before we dive into that, what about what about what you read? Ian, you, covered, you read Metal, you finished oh, Metal, yes. and I you fi- finished Doomsday so we Clock? we talked
2: about it last, well, I finished the first episode of Doomsday Clock, we talked about it a little bit last week on the show, that none of us knew what it was about, and none of us had read it, finally sat down and read it, holy fuck, Jeff Johns, if somehow you're watching, bravo. I was very fucking worried, you know, Watchmen, that's a echelon of characters, mm-hmm. that just right. you don't touch those, that's Alan Moore, that is comic book royalty, that is... Like one of the when you talk to people about what should I read comic wise, mm-hmm. Watch Watchmen Man is one of the first five things yeah, you list absolutely. off. Absolutely. And so Jeff Johns, is, I've never read a Jeff Johns book I didn't like. So I was very optimistic. Um, he knocked it out of the park. It was really cool. Um, you get reintroduced to Ozymandias and. Um, there's a new Rorschach. You don't know who it is yet, but there's a new Rorschach. How long are we going to have
0: to wait for the next issue?
2: I don't know. It's a 12-issue maxi-series, so I'm assuming it's once a month. That being said, Jeff Johns runs everything at DC now creatively, so if it's not all fully written, I expect delays. Um, But honestly, after the first issue, I am more than happy to wait. It was was spectacular. Um, And metal? Well, see, that's the thing. I read doomsday clock and it got me so pumped that i'm like all right i gotta sit down and start reading metal yeah my plan was to wait till the series ended um because we're only halfway through right now holy crap don't spoil i'm not gonna spoil anything um because i haven't started uh, uh, outside of what's generally known um holy crap it is amazing scott snyder already was kind of in that echelon of like top Mm -hmm. five batman writers up there with grant morrison and neil adams and he's making a run for number one i i can't tell you how much i enjoyed his new 52 run and he brings everything back from when even when he he touches on a lot of grant morrison stuff a lot of the stuff that's happening happens in metal started with grant morrison with the whole sending batman back in time and all that stuff right um i i was blown away even the tie-ins which are normally very tedious to read were great. You know, you, so basically the general idea is that there's a, the DC has a new 52, they're the 52 universes in their, are in their multi, 52 earths in their multiverse. Mm-hmm. And the concept behind this is that there's also a dark multiverse, a universe, a place is created by the bad stuff that happens that basically they're doomed to die. Like right. they're doomed to go into the darkness. And, um, and it basically a lot, has a lot to do with the Inth metal that Hawkman uses. And, um, like Thanagar is known for and, um, you get introduced to all these dark versions of Bruce Wayne, and there's like a Green Lantern version called there, there's the Green Lantern version. There's an Aquaman version called the Drowned. There is um, a version called the Merciless. it's is basically like Batman who gave himself Doomsday powers to kill Superman on his Earth. Like then then the main the main one is the Batman who laughs, which is basically the Jokerized demonic version of Batman So did and you get all... fully caught up, or like so caught read, up to date? Yeah, I've read up to issue three and all the tie-ins and the Justice League and uh, Flash and all the tie-in stuff. And I am, I I wish. I mean, I'm re- I'm still reading Spider Man. I'll never not read Spider Man. Dan Slott is, in my opinion, the greatest Spider Man writer of all time. I've been reading. I will not miss an issue. The, probably the day I finish reading Spider Man, if I do, it's when Dan slot steps away. But besides that, and mm-hmm. what what they're doing with Thor. Um, with jane foster and all that stuff being Mm -hmm. great i don't think marvel's putting out anything that comes close to what they're doing that being said you have artists like brian stegman who do awesome awesome art at marvel Mm -hmm. right you have people like charles soleil who generally are great writers i i don't know what's going on with marvel hopefully with cb cebalski i'm very optimistic very optimistic but i think dc metal is a must read for anyone who likes comics um go check it out because it is it is mindless scott snyder has has just i i love comics and i read a lot of comics but even that being said it's tough for me to really just like i started reading and i didn't want to stop
1: yeah that's you binged it
2: I, oh yeah i love that i binged the hell out of it literally you know i was out in l.a this week for a bunch of meetings and stuff and i got home i got back to the hotel and i was dead tired i was like i need to go and then i started reading a doomsday clock and i was like oh god i'm gonna be up all night now because i started reading all the metal stuff and it was right. just blew me away like it is a batman centric series that barely has any batman in it well main batman right and there's a reason for it i'm not going to spoil anything so
0: batman fans get out there and read metal
2: comic book fans go out and read metal comic book fans go out there and read metal it is if and if you need to read scott snyder's new 52 batman run beforehand because a that is a great read in and of itself um but yeah, no, if you're a comic book fan in general, I don't care if you've never read a DC comic in your life, get caught up on what's going on with that event and fucking read it.
0: Nice. Well, Nosers. I know that Andy was about to touch on this, but like in 2018, it looks like we've got some interesting Batman material that's yes, going to be hitting too. the screens. We've got another trailer that we want to check out. It's for the Batman Ninja movie. It's uh, the anime Batman that's coming out in 2018. Is it a
1: movie or a series? It's, uh, it's a movie. I believe. I believe it's a movie. Cool
0: so let's launch that trailer for the batman ninja trailer
1: 元朝の<笑><笑>
2: 私には何も。バットマン。<笑>
1: Juka! <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, man. Oh my god! That just
2: looks all kinds of epic.
0: That artwork. Oh, I love it. I love phenomenal. that, style, now that anime style. I think that was both of their trailers that that yeah, were that released. Was, that was both the same. I, I haven't trailers.
1: actually seen that second yep. one until we just played it. Yep. um So wow. Yeah, that, that that is very reminiscent of what they did. What uh, I believe it was Madhouse did uh, for Marvel. They did uh, they did a series for Iron Man. They did a series for uh, Punisher and Black Widow. Um, they did one for X Men. But it was uh, it was a fantastic, fantastic series. But I think that Batman anime is going to be just off the hook. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is indeed.
2: Holy shit. We're not going to touch on this giant political news just dropped. We're totally not touching on this in the slightest. But, yes, it is that mind-boggling.
0: Oh, um, boy.
2: Anyway. <laughs> Man. All right. On that note, Batman. Batman. Holy crap, that looked good. Yeah, I'm super that's... excited for that. Although, you know, last time they delved into anime with Batman, um, it was great. That Batman Gotham Knights film, that was a bunch of different shorts from different... Um, different directors have you guys seen that
0: mm. no um, I haven't seen that personally
2: it's um it's it's really good um it's called Gotham Knight. and you've seen that Andy have you yes yes Gotham yes. Night's fantastic it's it's a bunch of like the greatest anime directors um got together and did a bunch of Batman shorts and like did an adaption of what they would do and it was fantastic so I mean if that's if that's the bar they're trying to hit I'm super pumped right super pumped um, and I, you know,
0: I'm not even a huge anime fan, really. Like, there's a lot of th- different anime. I that, am, and I'm not. Like, yeah, the, the, there is good stuff, like the you know the classic, the you know Ghost in the Shell things like that. Like, I mean, I, I love that stuff, but this Batman ninja actually has me excited like legitimately excited for anime Absolutely. I, and i that's how i haven't been i don't think ever
2: you know i'll say um i was really excited for the castlevania anime they put out on netflix and that was fantastic my yeah, only problem with that it was way episodes. too short and I gotta probably watch not that. getting more for a couple of years
1: well yeah i mean that kind of stuff takes a lot of time to draw the famous words of Dan Harmon, we have to draw it. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have to draw right? Exactly. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, that is a very, animation is a very painstaking art, and technology has aided us a lot. But I think what we're getting with this Batman anime, we're getting a work of love. Right. And, you know, the amount of detail, love, and care they're putting into this is going to be awesome. I mean, it seems like Batman is is sent back in time to to uh, Japan and... Uh, that Joker
0: just looks evil, man. Oh, my he looks God. Like just Titan evil. I like a Titan on wanna... there
1: for a second. Yeah. And it's like seeing Batman adapt to a world without technology and to show that, you know, I'm Batman. And one of the lines he says is, you know, I don't have the Batwing, I don't have the Batmobile, but I have this body. Right. And I'm going to use it. And it's just like, holy crap.
0: Yep. Mm. Looks good. Looks good. Well, I mean, you were talking about Castlevania on Netflix, another thing that's on Netflix that you guys were basically finished on.
2: The Punisher! Punisher which was, it's totally coincidental that RD and I are both wearing Punisher shirts. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. the memo. Um, yeah. yeah, we purposely didn't. T- no, it's totally just, coincidental. I um,
1: just wore this Loot Crate shirt that I got in the mail the other day of Voltron, the animated series that's on Netflix. Loot Crate, give us some money. Yeah, <laughs> loot crate
2: <laughs> once again.
0: But so, so what do you guys think so far? I mean, now that you're almost finished, you got three episodes left. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are both on episode ten. You, are you know, pleased?
1: I, I'm very pleased so far. You know, I know the, a lot of the complaints out there have been, oh, it's it's too much of Frank Castle. It's not enough Punisher. It's it's not enough. You don't get the other tie-ins from Daredevil. You know, really besides you know, uh, you know the Karen Page. But you know the thing is, like I love the fact that they're taking uh, problems such as uh, PTSD, mm-hmm. you know, having these these you know sub characters, this Lewis character who's struggling with that, giving giving you know real world problems right. to uh, all these people, and and showing how they deal with it, you know, introducing the character of Micro and and Madani. And it's just it's just showing real people that have to deal with things that are a, a little, you know, extreme and a little crazy, but very realistic. I really liked what they did with Billy Russo, too.
2: Oh I was going to ask you guys, what's your uh,
0: opinion on Billy Russo?
1: Know, I'm I'm normally a stickler. Now, is this spoiler free? Or... Mm, are yeah, yeah, we doing the spoiler free or as should. much as we can? We but
0: still, I mean, yeah, you can I give mean, an opinion on well, Billy you know, Russo. When you,
2: when you like it. When you, you know, when you, you're you a comic book fan and you watch these adaptions and you want them to be as close to the source material as possible, right? They, when they do stuff like what they're doing with Russo um, and totally changing it, um, you got to really knock it out of the park. And I think they have,
0: they've been I think doing a, they've good done job. a
2: great job of taking care, especially on the, all of their Netflix series, on taking these characters who are very much this is what their story is and changing it to make it work in the context of the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. My one complaint. Is that if you haven't watched Daredevil season one yet, spoiler alert, is that they killed off the reporter.
1: Right. Um
2: I can't remember his name, why
1: he wasn't ben, a reporter. Then B-
2: No, they killed the reporter.
1: Thanks a lot. You just spoiled it for me. In season one? Wait. Daredevil.
2: What? In season one of Daredevil.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. I can't the, think the, of his the, name. The older guy. Yeah, for oh some my reason God. I can't think of his name. It's I thought you crazy. were talking about the
2: reporter No, no, in, no, 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 in no Punisher. No, in season one of Daredevil. Like Karen's boss. No, 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 no. In season one of Daredevil, when they kill off, it's Ben something. Yeah, I don't remember. But he, um, really... he's very integral to like uh, Spider-Man in the comics, so I was kind of hoping we'd get some crossover with that. Because if, if any Marvel film character is going to cross over with Netflix, that would fit it'd be spider-man
1: Well, yeah you got the whole new york vibe you know and queens and things like that absolutely this
2: this is all happening right down the street from him you know so uh, you know i i'm very i'm loving what they're doing with punisher so far i think it's very gritty um it's very like i think the action has been handled very well i love the dynamic between punisher and micro um i'm very i am micro's great he's great oh he's, he's a fan he's, he's, fantastic he's like that character very wonderful. well written and and, well and then you developed. got the punisher van too which is pretty funny or not mm-hmm. funny it's pretty freaking awesome um that's i mean that's not really a spoiler there's a van that they drive around the van's looks like bad the punisher ass, van man. you know it's it's, fucking it's bad not like man. gonna I mean, break or make anything if you haven't seen it yet right
0: um, i wish my van was like that <laughs> Your van is not be. like that no. yeah. It can
1: be for twelve ninety nine. I don't the know. Complete you opposite. It? <laughs> it looks very.
0: Um, it's orange. It's dogged. A, I call it the spa- the smashing pumpkin. The, the, the smashing pumpkin. Or the great, smashed pumpkin. That's a great name for that. For that orange minivan I drive. Um, See an orange minivan on the street. You know who it is. It
2: might be him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of Netflix, uh, Stranger Things season three officially not that mm-hmm. we were not we're shocked by this in the slightest yeah. but season three officially greenlit. Yep. Probably got to wait about two years for that. And or... we all finished season two. Correct? We did indeed. So, we yes. did indeed. Um, finally, we all we overall all on the same page about having I finished all it watched something. First. Yes, yeah. you did. I finished it. Like, you want a cookie? Twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wait, it why, took
0: wait. me. It took me a little bit.
2: A you want a cookie, Lurgan?
0: I was, I was I so like let's, you were with Stranger Things, I was that. with Punisher.
1: Let's talk about that. So Sesame Street, the wonderful beloved children's show, decides that they're going to do a parody of Stranger Things. What? They did a parody of Stranger Things called uh, Sharing Things. Yeah, oh. And it is absolutely amazing. I love when they do cookie that. Cookie Monster plays the Cookie Gorgon, and he has conversations in the Upside Down with Barb. Oh wow! And he comes to the, uh, he goes back to the right
2: side up to go trick or treating. And you know, actually, it's it's funny. This kind of segues into what we wanted to talk about next. They also did a Game of Thrones one.
1: They did a Game of which Thrones, one. Oh. Awesome. also
2: fantastic.
1: Where it was basically musical chairs. Yeah,
2: and mm. it was, I mean, obviously, you can't kill off <laughs> Sesame, Sesame Street characters like well, they do on Game of Thrones. But, but it was right. great. It's
1: wonderful it how very they good did PG that. PG adaption. But RD. Now you have some theories on Game of Thrones. Interesting so so there's, a, yeah.
2: well,
0: I don't want to, I can't take, like credit for this theory. But he's it? going
2: to I don't No, no, <laughs> no, no. This
0: is a common theory that's going around about the next season, the upcoming books. Um, the next book is supposed to drop that sometime soon, hopefully. Um, but crickets. So Tyrion is theorized to lose his tongue.
2: Which would be a shame because he has the best monologues in the entire show. That's well, why,
1: right?
0: So that's the thing, and the reason that it's theorized is because it fits so well with the character arcs of his siblings, right? Jamie loses his hand. He was the best swordsman in Westeros. Oh wow. yeah, that's good. Idea. And Cersei refers to Jamie she refers to Tyrion's tongue. She says Tyrion wields words like Jamie wields his sword and shield.
2: Hmm. Yeah, George and, R. R. Martin's big on that crap.
0: And then Cersei as her big character arc is she was the most beautiful woman in Westeros and a, her mother. Yeah. That was her big thing. Yeah. She lost her beauty. She lost her, her her motherhood. She lost her children. Now in the books, Tommen's still alive right now. So, and I think Marcella is too, I think. You are dead still alive oh in the books i don't know yeah. i've read them yeah no I, i'm i'm pretty sure that i know tommen is anyway
2: you and my buddy brandon are the people i refer to for game of thrones info so. but
0: so the big thing is is now because george rr martin loves to throw that in there because when, when jamie lost his hand that was a big that was a big part of his identity was him being a great swordsman and and cersei's identity was being beautiful and being a mother and once those things are taken away from those characters, it really it's like it's like when Tony Stark says you, you can you be the hero without the suit. Right. It's 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 the challenge of the self that it's gonna show. So if Tyrion lost his tongue, what does that mean I for mean, him he's as a character? A, like, how is he how is he's he going such
1: a good debater though in, and yeah. the inflections and how he comes across and and, and describes things you can and really that tell that everything. that really you know, influences people yep. yeah. and you know it would be interesting to see how his character would then cope with that loss yeah what would, would he it would affect would, his would he would he overcome it yep. or would he let it define him you know exactly and I think that's, that's a, very interesting and that's right. one of the
0: best things about jane when jamie you go from hating jamie In the show and and even in the books Mm -hmm. to him becoming one of your favorite characters because you see the type of person that he really is once he loses that that ego, that facade that he put on for everyone that I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, don't fuck with me. I'll kill you. I can fuck my sister because whatever. I'm Jamie Lannister. Because I'm Jamie Lannister. And in the books that's changed that the books in the show are drastically not drastically but i'd say they're pretty far off as far as jamie and cersei's relationship goes right now mm-hmm. but it's really interesting to watch how those characters develop once they lose the things what that makes, makes them them, them. and yeah. george r r martin loves to do that george so that's r. 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 germ loves to
1: do that so we'll see speaking of game of thrones yeah Jason Momoa recently visited the set oh, of right. season eight. Oh, okay. That's and Aquaman himself. Aquaman visited. Swam on. And, and, you know, when I first saw this article, I was like, whoa, they're bringing Keldrogo back? And he, he I, they didn't say if they did or didn't, but he just visited the set. He said that this is going to be the greatest thing to ever air on television and he is upset that he found out what he found out because he's such a big fan. I believe huh, it. interesting. But, you know, for someone like him to come on set and just be like, holy shit, I can't believe this is all happening After and going just down. I wonder if
2: there'll be any... Ben Urick, thank you. Yeah.
0: I wonder if there'll be any...
2: That's any the more recording.
0: visions or any more things like that, like May- where maybe. you'll see Khal Drogo? Like, remember when Daenerys was in the House of the Undying and she saw Khal Drogo yep. holding her baby? Yep. Now, that, that vision is, like, way more in-depth in the books, and she sees a lot right. more stuff. So maybe it's a possibility that, part, maybe.
1: that they could have been covering up, you know, the fact that he was, you know, there to film something as a set visit... But at the same time, somebody with the status of Jason Momoa as yeah. this decent actor that's, you know, and that has been the show. a veteran on the show, you know, would have the ability to walk up on set and just like, hey, I want to come check it out. I want to yeah. see what's going on. That's true. Yeah, but absolutely. the fact that he's upset that he like he's like, oh, man, it spoiled it. I didn't want it. I, I'm such a big fan of the show. It's like. Okay, if he thinks this is gonna be good, then uh, well, wow!
0: I, I love it's like all these, you know, all, especially the actors on the show. I think this there's such a small percentage of people who've actually read the source material, like the Although books. Although I think it grows. I yeah. think after season one, a lot of people. You know, like and it. they're like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, I I, lo- yeah, I really love what we're putting out," but man, just read those books. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I tried.
2: I just not. It's. I'm,
0: it's, I'm uh, not saying you guys. I'm saying like the people on the show. Uh, yeah, fair enough. You know, like fair enough. you know. G- I think the last Comic-Con, Brienne was like the only one who rose her hand, well, the lady who plays Brienne.
2: You look at like, you know, adaptions, superhero stuff, book adaptions, stuff like that, and normally I feel like they're told to read the source material, whereas you look at like Fantastic Four, they were specifically, all those actors were specifically told not to read the comics, which I feel like that's just already right off. Yeah, yeah I you're know, starting right? off on the wrong foot. I know, if you guys could see Andy's face right now, <laughs> you'd be, yeah. I, I um Yeah, they were told not to read the comics. Hmm. Like shit,
1: right? right? If you're
2: wondering where that movie started to go wrong, it was
1: way in pre-production. You anyway, know, I still right. haven't seen it, but I kind of want to. You know, I'll tell you this.
2: It's actually pretty good until they get their powers and become the Fantastic Four, which is about maybe 20 mm. minutes. Are we talking away. about the 2015 it, one, the newest yeah, one? Yeah, the one that was just horrible. Yeah. It was just beyond horrible. Um, yeah, It's... um.
1: Yeah. If you want a free a fan. Fantastic Four poster, tweet at it's, us it's at Geek <laughs> Weekly, it's, it's and we'll bad. send it to you. It's
2: not as bad as the spirit. Um, nothing's as bad as the spirit. Sucker Punch is close, um, in my I, opinion. I like, uh, so, oh, I I like the sucker visuals punch. Oh, of it's so, Sucker Punch. But that's Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder is gorgeous visuals, and unless someone's like, this is the is source the material. With the with the chick Yeah, and the with swords. all the women and the crazy. And every time yeah, she dances, cut she away goes into a crazy land. It's like Alice in Wonderland on ninja acid
0: yeah
1: it was that
2: was um, a strange movie yeah i wasn't a fan um my buddy sean loves it
1: well um, speaking of things that people are not fans of david goyer masters of the <laughs> universe is being directed by david goyer yeah Ian, it, take andy it.
2: andy wanted to talk about he man i want to talk about my disdain for david goyer um this is the guy who literally in front of us like a whole audience of comic book fans basically said that she hulk was created so the hulk would have someone to fuck mm. which if you know anything about the comics uh, it, it happens at old man logan and they have weird hillbilly kids but mm-hmm. that's his cousin
0: mm-hmm. that is
2: bruce banner's cousin mm-hmm. she hulk was not created so the hulk could have something to fuck in the slightest, and that well, is you just, know,
0: incest is the popular thing. Yeah, incest, and, and cannibalism, and, and, and he came what out, were the, the three things? It's funny that's it's all like the that.
2: things that the hulks do in Old Man Logan. Yeah, um, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, David Goyer, there's so he inbred. he has been around for a long time now. He's had his hand in a lot of stuff. Um, I don't not you know he's credited as one of the screenwriters for Nolan's Batman trilogy. I'm not sure to what extent he had a hand in that, because Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan are kind of like the shit. Yeah. Um, and he's True. just he's had his hand in pretty much comic book films since it started, since that became a thing, like all the way going back I'm I believe going back all the way to Blade. Wow. Um and he's one of those people who's just been involved and at this point he's kind of like you know, he is one of the main people in like literally this one article I'm looking at, so the prolific writer behind the Dark Knight trilogy, bullshit. That's Christopher Nolan, Jonathan Nolan. Right. Um, you know, he, uh, I can't even, I, I'm, he is one of the heavy, like main people behind Man of Steel story right. and the Batman Superman story and Blade Trinity. He directed Blade Trinity. Okay. Which if, is giving you an indication yeah, of, right. and he's actually, he's from here. David Goyer is from Ann Arbor. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, good luck getting him on the show now, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) David Goyer, if you're listening. No, I'm kidding. Um, We still would like to talk to you. I would
2: actually be very interested to sit down and discuss with this guy, um, just comics in general, because he is like a
1: self-proclaimed comic book fanatic, um, which I don't
2: know how you can say. I just...
1: uh, well, let's get back onto a more positive topic, shall we? Yeah, there has let's... been a big rumor and it and I believe it's been confirmed that there's a new partnership forming between Nintendo and get this Kellogg. Yeah, you were telling about that earlier. The cereal company. That's interesting. They're coming out with a new Super Mario cereal, and the best part is, if you're familiar with Nintendo at all, you know about these things called amiibos where they're little characters. You put them on either your 3DS or your Wii U or your Nintendo Switch, Uh and they'll pop up in-game items for you. Right. You know? Well, now, this box can be used as an amiibo. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So, literally, you can pour your cereal and then pop the box right on top of the video game, and it'll give you something in the game. That's pretty cool. That's solid. Which that's I think is cool. one of the greatest marketing things. Yeah, that's that Nintendo Has done in a while. That's Nintendo brilliant. is making smart decision after smart decision, and you know I, I was I and was Kellogg's
0: a... Michigan company.
1: Ugh. Exactly. I go. was away from Nintendo for for the Wii and the Wii U. And it was just like you know after after GameCube, I just felt like they were just going downhill. You and know now, they they and, and they now. weren't on par with the fact that their graphics capabilities could not match the power of uh, the Xbox or the PlayStation Two, and then so on and so forth. But now they're like, okay, we're not going to focus so hard on sheer power because we don't want to get in that pissing contest. Right. They're going back to what they do best, and that's creating fun content that has a Big replayability that bring developing good characters that uh, an IPs that people love, and I think this and now their marketing strategy with this new serial I think is as silly as this topic sounds. It's an incredible, in my opinion, idea. Yeah. yeah. Make, make an item, and especially with technology you know, advancing so much, it's like, I don't see why this isn't the thing normally. I mean, like, this is better than input this code and you'll get uh, some experience in this game. No, you you take your box of cereal, you plop it on your game, and you get something. Your it's box of cereal. And, and one
0: thing about Nintendo Switch 2 is that, I, or Nintendo Switch as well. I don't want to say Nintendo Switch 2. I mean, yes. Let someone think that there's already a there's second really Breaking one. Breaking news, guys. Yeah, we know about it first. No. Is that there's like a seems to be a lot of really great indie games that are coming out.
1: That's the best part about yeah. it, RD. Is that and I've actually played some of these indie games and they are absolutely incredible. One of my favorites is Goner, and the whole premise of the game is that you're going to die a million yeah. times in this game. I saw one that looked
0: really interesting um,
1: The Flame and the Flood. That game. Is amazing. That looks if great. If you're into survival type games, it looks like a lot of fun. You know, it's it's just terrific, and you get to explore the world. At, you know, and I feel so out of the loop right now. <laughs> it's fine. Go buy a Nintendo Switch, and then you can get in. I've the been loop.
0: watching a Nintendo Switch video game trailers for like Look, a week now because uh, I've cause I've been gotcha. I've been debating like, am I gonna treat myself to a Switch for when this holiday season? season
1: for this holiday season, if you're gonna get your kids a gift, or you're gonna treat yourself. I would suggest getting a Nintendo Switch. Nintendo said that shit. It is is probably one of the best things that you could buy right now. It's a hot system. A lot of their games are just big winners out of the gate. And, you know, they they have so much more content. Not to mention, they left an expansion port in their dock. So, I believe that if they're going to do increased graphics capabilities... They're going to have it built right into that kind dock. Of like they did yeah, with like the N64. N64 and the cool. expansion cartridge. Very cool. And there's also been rumors that you're going to be able to p- attach your Switch to a VR headset. That'll oh, be cool. I mean, cool.
2: that wouldn't shock me with everything going on with PlayStation and I mean, all that the, stuff.
1: And look at the phones that can just clip in. I mean, you yeah. take the, the, the Joy-Cons off, and it's just a freaking screen. Right. Yeah. And then you can just buy an attachment and just pop it right in there we you should really do just VR. have a segment called give us free shit where we push yeah. <laughs> we, we, we like hey we love this yeah, give we'll us just, some. we'll but just push it off i'm for just uh-huh. the, the only reason why i bring up nintendo a lot is because i am so glad and so thankful that they've kind of done all the things that they've done it's like it feels yeah. like you know they're my Absolutely. childhood yeah. again yeah. Yeah, yeah they're coming there and
0: they're re it's like they're refocusing on the people who right. grew up with them yeah, and it's that making sense. it's
1: making a gamer out of me again and you know it's, it's making me fall in love with the premise of playing games again
0: now it's like as long as we waited for nintendo to come since like really like gamecube it feels like for them to come out with a great system it seems like it was forever you know
2: and i never was really a fan with of gamecube but, to be honest with you i mean gamecube was
0: great on a different note though I feel like I've been waiting for season four of Black Mirror for, like, forever.
2: It's been a couple of years. I'm I'm super excited. I love that show to death. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so as someone good. someone who is a big fan of, you know, my favorite directors, are Terry Gilliam and Spike Jones and Michelle Gondry, and very, you know, surreal, kind of visceral to an extent, some of them. Terry Gilliam's not so visceral, but... Jake, you know
0: what? Why don't you go ahead and pull up that Black Mirror trailer? Yes, it's about, about two minutes. We'll run yeah. it. We'll chat about it, and we'll go from there. <laughs> Sarah will be part of our trial period.
1: Response so far it was
0: just incredible. A <laughs> sense of security, peace of mind. The stories we've been hearing they are truly inspirational.
2: It's completely safe.
0: Sure, it is. Huh?
2: Memories can be subjective. They may not be totally accurate, and they're often emotional.
0: I don't remember anything, it's a total blank.
2: Picture what you saw. Did you see the vehicle that hit the pedestrian?
0: I didn't see the actual crash. Do
2: you mind if I ask you a few questions? I'm just sad to. This accesses your memories of what happened. I don't care what you do in your own time. Private stuff is private stuff. I'm so freaking that looks great. That, that I looks really good. Love that show, and it, and I've tried to get a lot of people into that show, and my, I've learned to tell them to watch the second episode. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You have to watch the second episode first because if you watch that first episode, there's a fifty-fifty chance you keep watching. Is right? The pig episode. That that's is the, the pig, pig episode, episode yeah. and it's um, I'm very shocked that's the one they started with. Um, it's a great episode. Shock value. Oh, and absolutely. Value. It's very shocking. Um yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a pig. Yep. I'll say I'll leave it at that, but yeah, that looks fantastic. I'm so excited. So there's
0: going to be 6 episodes. Awesome. Season 4. Very which cool. is great because there wasn't as many in the previous seasons. I don't think maybe maybe season 3 had i think Sixth the last episode? one might have had six yeah like it was a combination of british well because and...
2: originally what it started off was it was a british television show and right. then netflix just basically bought it and decided to keep producing it right. um i think last season had one of my favorite it might be my favorite episode of black mirror ever was the one um it's about this like people who are like in the 80s i'm not going to spoil anything because oh it really, the afterlife or, yeah uh, well, <laughs> oops, oops. Spoilers. <laughs> Thanks, um, RD. It's fantastic. It's the one. Actually, you know, it's the one that just did it win an Emmy or was it nominated for an Emmy? I'm not sure. I know it was a very least nominated for an Emmy. Um,
0: well, the other cool thing is that the sixth episode, the final episode, is going. It's t- titled "Black Museum," is the title of it,
2: and it will be a 90 minute. Uh, I've currently just informed Feature that length. the best Netflix show comes back <laughs> December... F- it's The Ranch, apparently. The Ranch is back oh, December man. 15th, and Jake loves it.
0: I don't know what we would do without Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> M- more Ashton Kutcher sitcoms in our lives. Right,
2: it's what we all need. Right. <laughs> it's like uh, back in the day, WFL Snow. What does everybody want? Head! <laughs> now it's like, what does everybody want? Ashton Kutcher!
0: The Ranch! The Ranch! <laughs> the Ranch!
2: <laughs> Which is about ranch dressing, apparently. Is it really? I believe it is, yes. I thought. Oh, what? Yeah. I believe That's... it's actually about that family making ranch dressing. Am I, thought... I wrong? I don't know. I've never watched it. Jake's shaking his head and laughing. <laughs> well, no, it's not. Okay. It's not about ranch. Come on. It's not literally about ranch. They don't make ranch dressing in that show. <laughs> I
1: took you serious for just a minute. I'm there. serious. That's what I thought it was about. It's about them living on a ranch, making
2: ranch dressing. Ranch dressing is not like living on a ranch though. No, it's not no it's not it's like, like life th- is a box of chocolates. No, it's it's, it's like about they li- make ranch dressing. It's
0: about living on ranch dressing all they Jake, eat and drink Jake, and Do they, they make ranch, ranch dressing in the
2: show? Is it? No.
0: no. I don't, know. I don't fucking know. They
2: don't make ranch <laughs> no. dressing? What do they do in the show?
1: It's just about like a country and then they like cuss and they make Which country?
0: Is it
2: about America?
1: Yeah, in my really country, okay. there was problem. <laughs> so
2: there's and nothing to do with ranch dressing on the ranch. You know what? I should have not even gave I've
1: side. been completely A- A- misinformed. Ashton Kutcher's I don't know not. What,
2: I don't know what's up. I don't know what's down. I
1: don't Ashton know what's Kutcher's ranch. Ashton Kutcher's making ranch and Yeah, Belarus. you know, wa- uh, move over Newman's Newman's Best. It's going to be time for... <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's Ranch. Kutcher's Ranch. Oh, boy. Get your oh boy. Kutcher's Ranch here. It's on flavorful, th- zesty, and full of... On that Kelso! <laughs> on that And note. protein.
0: Anyway... <laughs> It has been a wonderful week, a wonderful show, a wonderful Friday here on Geektainment Weekly a New Radio Media. I'm R.D. Van Houten.
2: I am Ian Bensman.
0: And I'm your big boy, Andy Bishop. And we will see you guys same time, same place next week right here on Geektainment Weekly, New Radio Media. Peace. Peace.